I bet you thought after Patch 100, the live show, we were just going to vanish. We thought about it, but now we're back. We're back with a vengeance. We're back with everything. Everything will be new. We've adjusted our voices. Josh has got a new tone in his voice. Josh, do you want to test it out for us? Yeah, hello guys. It's always gonna go. It's always <laughs> gonna go. Christian, because anytime you try a high pitched voice, the what? the quiver where it sounds like you're you're a thirteen year old boy with a voice breaking. Well, maybe I maybe that's the aesthetic oh. I'm going for. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Um, but we have to all rejuvenate our voice cords because they were uh, our voice cords, vocal, vocal cords, vocal vocals. cords, because they were getting a bit worn and torn. Um, but yeah, War torn. worn torn. Um, but it's been an interesting couple of months, so we kind of wanted to change things up a little bit and uh, show a side of you, us that you've never seen before. And just sort of update you guys with what's been going on. Yeah. Because we have been a bit radio silence, which we apologise for. We have been. We do love you still. Well, well, the mm. interesting thing, I don't think it's radio silence by choice. Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. So, so we completed, uh, what was it? A couple of months ago now, Ninth a month of and April. a half ago, uh, ago now, yep. uh, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival show, and it was a... Big success. We had a lot of fun. Now, in the lead up to that, obviously, Josh, you had a second comedy festival show that you were doing with Game Boys. Mm. Two, actually. And you were <laughs> you were very um, you were very cautious in the way that you were going about life, in that you didn't want to get COVID before I did um, the comedy festival show. Could have been disastrous. It could have been disastrous, and you managed to get through the entire season. Yes, sans. COVID. Yeah, rocking the N95s around. It did a good job. Like, it really did. KN95 or N95? Uh, I think KN. It was KN. Why did you say N? Uh, because it's the same standard. Oh, come on. One's <laughs> Korean and one's American. Come on. Come on, 95. Would you prefer Korean food or American food? Uh, I know which one I'd prefer. Windows 95. Am I right? <laughs> hey, we're settling in. <laughs> Jeez, we're rusty, aren't we? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, so really super cautious with COVID and very busy prepping for two other live shows for me. So, yeah, it was a really busy time going into the festival. Um, had a really great time during the festival. It was mm. a weird It was a weird festival, though. The, the social aspect was kind of lacking because no one wanted to get COVID. So, like, you'd yes, normally yeah. be going and chatting with other comedians and hanging out and stuff, but it was kind of do your show, pop your mask on, head on home. And you, and you hate that because you bloody love festivals. You love that. You don't just love performing. You love the whole community around that. And yeah. we didn't quite get to experience that yeah, this absolutely. time. Yeah, absolutely. And that felt a bit across the board, just chatting to a few people afterwards and on, on the closing night of like, yeah, it felt like a weird, slightly different festival. And, mm. and to peel back the curtain a little bit, uh, from we heard from multiple performers and our experience as well was that ticket sales happened quite late in the piece. Yeah. So it was a really nerve wracking to be going into a festival season with... Ticket sales being quite low and presumably because people just didn't want to leave the house or unsure. And then the threat of people buying a ticket and not turning up as well. So, there's a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And that's how, like, personally, I would approach it. It's like, why would I buy a ticket two weeks out when I might get COVID and not be able to go? Yeah. If it's not it's not selling out, yeah. I might as well just get it a couple of days which, or the Which day is before. interesting because I very much would purchase in advance. Like, I'm the type of person who would have... Upon hearing that a show came out, go yeah. cool! I love that show. I'm going to buy tickets, mm. which is why I think I felt it more so than you did. Yeah, that that feeling of nervousness, like we're not going to sell tickets here. Do you know why? As well, I was thinking if I buy tickets and I don't end up going, at least the at least the performers getting money, right? Like, yeah, they're, otherwise they're not getting money at all, and they've been not getting money for two years. So yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, so so we did the performance, and it went really like the the live show went really well. We we're really happy with it. Um, then. We finished the comedy festival season, and I think Dion, you were the first to fall. I was the first to fall, 
And uh, it was a wintry, it was a wintry day. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was really shit. So I got COVID and it was, but but I was just so grateful that it happened all after the, well, at least it was actually halfway through the festival, but at least after our show. Yeah. But, Do you know where you got it? Ah, uh, that's a good Is question. A- I don't know. I think it must have been from a show. It must have been a oh, show. Right. I think I saw Daniel Walker. I saw Sammy J as well. It must have been one of those guys. Doesn't everyone want their little origin story? Oh, I just want to know. Th- I want that exact moment. Mm. I want to know when the pig had sex with the, <laughs> the chicken and how it ended up in my nostrils. Yeah. Oh, you'd love. You'd love. And also, you want a little POV shot of the COVID strain oh, floating yeah. through the air yeah. into your mouth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, interestingly, you know, Dion, you don't know where you got it. Yep. Guaranteed Josh and I got oh, it 100%. At, at the exact same event because only a matter of weeks, you it was just as you recovered, Yeah. Josh and I went down yeah. at the same time because we got it at the comedy festival closing party, which you couldn't attend because you were... Ill, mm, yeah. Faint line or strong line, by the way? I had a very faint line. <laughs> well, I, did, I PCR'd it. Oh, so I, that, sounds I, like, I that sounds like an NFL change. <laughs> faint line. Strong line. Faint line. Because I, yeah, I didn't get the social media moment of the photo of the rat and being able to post it because I went to get a PCR. Because uh-huh. I was like, I've definitely got it. It's like three days after the party. I was maskless the whole time mm-hmm. as a choice. And that was so interesting because like all before that, I was like, mask, mask, mask. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to have a bit of a blowout. I'm going to take the foot off the gas. And mm-hmm. the one time you did it. Yeah. And it, it was expected, right? Um, but yeah. And so I, I ended up getting PCR because I was like, I definitely am sure I've got it, even though the rat's negative. And I want to try and make sure I know as you early know, as possible, yes. essentially. It's so weird, right? Because you do, you do the rat and it comes up negative and you're like, well, I guess I don't have it. So I'll continue about my merry life. Mm. And in the day that I had done the rat and got a negative, I went and visited my newborn nephew uh, I went and visited, visited my elderly grandparents. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and I was just really close to all of them. And then, yeah, the day after, ended up doing another rat and being like, oh, cry. Isn't it? What a weird experience. It was a very weird experience to see yep. immediately that line start showing and go, mm. okay, this is it. Like yes, this, is, yeah. this is the culmination of a couple of years of anxiety and and avoidance as well, just yeah. avoiding this thing, just do- trying to dodge it, and then yep, that's one of my, my one of my weird regrets now is I had this chance for this perfect track record and it's gone now. You that, were never that chance no, is gone. It, a, a, what percentage of the population is going to get through all of this you without might, though? Had, oh. had a couple like I went to a dinner the other night and the, the two people sitting next to me both hadn't had it. It's like this is very very rare that multiple mm. people at a table haven't yeah. had it yet. Still, what? some of the best times of my life were doing a rat and it coming up negative. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you reckon? Like, that, that was the best feeling. I like, got I feel a little bit shit. Took a rat. Like, yep, I'm off the hook. I'm off the hook. What was what was the moment like for you, Dion, when that when it came up positive? Uh, I think it was. I was pretty certain that I had it, so mm. it wasn't any surprise. But I was like, I think it was more. I wasn't expecting any symptoms that were particularly bad i think it was the fact that i had to isolate for seven days and i was like oh shit yeah. back to this again yes but then yeah. i had really bad symptoms <laughs> and i felt like absolute shit so big big golf ball swallowing mouth thing um and what else did i have I was very tired um played a lot of golf um <laughs> <laughs> did your did you move through what felt like stages of it uh yeah so initially it was sore throat and then yeah lots and lots of tiredness 
And then it was just the waking up at night with the big phlegmy boy. The big <laughs> really? I was just like, yeah, choking, choking on my own phlegm. Wow. I don't know what phlegm is. <laughs> I have been? enjoyed typing that into my phone heaps. Phlegm. Still don't know if I do PHG, PGH, P-O. What do you think it is? Every time I type it out, I'm Flemish. like, roll the dice on this. <laughs> do you know how to spell phlegm, Christian? Idiot. It's phlegm. But yeah, it was. It's like different for me. For me, the most interesting aspect of it was I've never paid so much attention to an illness I've ever had in my life when I've had a cold or something. So the fact that it very, very clearly moved around my body was really fascinating. So it started off with like a couple of days like the disco chills. COVID. Yeah, it really was <laughs> the chills and fever and stuff, and got through those. So the chills were multiplying. Yeah, they were absolutely. <laughs> um, and then yeah, throat was horrendous. Yeah, like swallowing was Shocking. absolutely killing. Yeah. That was a few days. Yeah, that was so super painful. And then it went up into my sinuses, and I was super oh. blocked up mm-hmm. and painful, and like a couple of mornings, like really painful amounts of pressure in my sinuses. Yes. Oh, man. And but Josh, you and I had, you know, we basically followed each other's symptoms day for day. Thank you so well much. <laughs> Big handshake there. Um, but the strangest thing that happened to me, and I know that happened to you as well, not sure if it happened to you, down, was the loss of taste and smell. Yeah. As much as that's kind of the trademark yeah. symptom of COVID, to have it happen, it made me realise how important those senses are to me mm. and how down I can get when I can't taste my food or smell even BO, right? It was like so mm. it was one of the most unique experiences of my life because it's such a it's such a permanent fixture that you don't really think twice about. So what sort of weird stuff did you experience not having a taste the, and smell? The most I've, I've realized the most interesting thing I found was when you go and you smell a thing of coffee or something or some orange juice, whatever it is, or some fruit or some flour, like, you know you're trying to smell that and you can't smell that. What you missed out on that I didn't even clock mm. was incidental smells in a room. Mm. Oh, that's so, so it's like you walk into, like, maybe someone was making a coffee. I'm not mm. smelling that in the house, but I didn't even realize. We were out. Yeah. I was out at this theater out in, in the Dandenongs or whatever. I was like, uh, my friend was like, oh, it smells really woody out here. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Can't smell that at all. But I didn't yeah. clock Oh, maybe it would smell really nice and outdoorsy here. So they're yeah, like, life's very muted. Yeah, mm. but I didn't. It was interesting because, like, you know that you're not smelling the thing right in front of you, you're not tasting the thing that's going in your mouth, but all those little extra ones that just exist. Jo- like jo- one of the most one of the most disgusting things <laughs> that I experienced was actually a video that Josh sent me of him <laughs> of him deciding that. Just now, now that he couldn't taste, it was permission to not put effort into what he was drinking. <laughs> yeah. So he made a tea which was hot water with a splash of milk. <laughs> no tea bag. That's so good. Because Wait, couldn't so couldn't taste or smell anything. No, it all gone. So that what, is so funny. Because so what I did when I had a tea, I was like, "This is a waste of a tea bag. I can't taste this." No, that wasn't the dominant reason why you did that. Because it's a waste of tea bag. Was well, that the dominant reason? But that was because I was like, "Why am I bothering putting the tea bag?" It's doing nothing, but the milk added texture. <laughs> but, but the I understand that. But I, my argument back was: you do eat with your eyes, and the fact that you were sipping on dilu- <laughs> like it's like a cat. It's what I give my cats. But what was great? I was like, "There's no fucking way I'm ever doing this in my life. Let's do it now. Yeah, lap it up. Yeah. Anything, anything like a cat. else? <laughs> anything else that you did? I did a taste test. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, a bunch of different stuff. Um, pickle juice. Oh, wow. You had a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. You tasted things you wouldn't usually taste. Well, just to see what, what I could and That's couldn't taste. That's so good. I missed out. I got oh, a video on it. So, pickle juice, that cut through a little bit. But what was weird oh. is you couldn't 
I couldn't necessarily tell what it was meant to taste like, but I could tell, oh, that's a taste. I was like, oh, I think that's a taste. <laughs> what <laughs> What's else? What's a taste? What else? Um, <laughs> I think some uh, soy sauce. I think I thought it was honey because it was like really slow to drip in, but I couldn't really taste Jesus. that. Jesus. Um, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. You, put the, you didn't put this in the tea. No, no, no. This, this is, is just separate like things. a blindfolded test. Oh, you did it. Sorry, this is the blind test. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. This is the blind test. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I didn't sure. know what I was having. I had to guess. Well, I found that when I, I had something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, that was right. It was, it was a, a, a high uh, volume vitamin C tablet that you put in to like a, a water and it dilutes. And that made my mouth squirt. You know, the saliva, oh, the salival yes. glands will squirt. And I was like, oh, this has got some kind of Sour, acid, yeah. some soury thing in it. Oh. Couldn't taste anything, just knew what it made That's my mouth do. Because mm, I yeah. totally have that. Like, If I smell like lemon cordial... Yes, they activate massively in me. Really? So the fact that you, yeah, that's so yeah. fascinating that your body was responding in that way. Yeah, still, but the the taste and the smell was gone. I don't have this squirting mechanism in my mouth. What? Yeah, like something yes, sour? You like, do. I don't think and, I and do. Saliva glands just fucking go nuts. Is yeah. that when sometimes yeah. you spray out of your mouth? No. Wait, that, do you spray out of your mouth sometimes? Spray yes. is a bad choice. What spray? No, no, it's no, just no saliva glands. No, no, no. But you know what I'm talking. I don't think Josh knows this. They're both different things. <laughs> Josh, you do, and I'll and I'll show you what it is. Ready? One second. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Wait, you can do this on dem- spray on demand. Here we go. Oh, that. Did you see it? What? No, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's kind making of a really weird face. He's tilting I'm squirting his... it from underneath my tongue, which is where it comes from. Oh. I can do it on cue. Oh, whoa! whoa. You're like some X Men. Is it? Yes. Just, is it just? That's my. <laughs> that's all I can do. Imagine that. You know, storm comes in, lightning bolt, and I'm just squirting gently on the bad guy's back. <laughs> what was that? What was it? Did you feel something? It's a gentle rain. Storm, bring me with you. It feels kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what about people around you? Did they end up getting falling ill? Uh, my partner also came down yep. with COVID. Um, she joined me um, in isolation. Is that what you called it with your partner, COVID? It, we had to have some fun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but, fun. We'll get on well, to that in a second. I found the entire experience because my partner didn't have the same degree of symptoms that I did. So mm. I was pretty hard on myself for being like, you're losing at COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and I was the same. Yeah, this is man COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but I I found the entire experience to be really distressing. I had a very difficult time being uh, in isolation. Um, it reminded me of being locked down, but I yeah. didn't have people around me. Yeah. And also the idea that no one could visit and... Basically, it was this period of just like, yeah, you can receive texts, but you're not seeing anyone. You're not leaving the house. I found it incredibly difficult. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And even if it was yep. only seven days, I didn't find that the experience went for seven days because I was like only this week, which is what, three Two weeks three, yeah, yeah. later, yeah. only this week have I started to, I wouldn't have even gambled on doing the podcast because I couldn't speak. Yeah. yeah. Now, like I finally am feeling a bit more normal. Because I was yep. about... 10 days then i was like okay i feel like i can do stuff i'm still not feeling perfect and then it was about two weeks that i was like i'm pretty much there mm-hmm. and then since those two weeks it's been like the, the 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 shining moment for me which is so weird it was probably yeah two and two and a bit two and a bit weeks was i was just cleaning my room vacuuming and i went yeah this is what normal feels like instead of doing something like this and going 
I just want to get back into bed. Yeah. Mm. And it had yeah. been that like for two and a bit weeks. And so it was so nice to be over that. How about you, Dino? I think that, yeah, for me, it was like one of the most difficult things was, yeah, the actual sickness itself and, yeah, being in isolation, but also not knowing when the hell was this thing going to end? Did I have long COVID? Like, is yeah. this the thing that's going to last months? Yes. That'd be absolute hell. So I didn't know. And then you get these little symptoms that pop up and you're like, you Google them and you're like, is this normal? And it's like, most of my stuff was pretty damn normal. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was that I am not, easily bored at all i can always find something to do by the end of like day five six seven eight nine i was so bored i didn't want to watch anything and my brain was so foggy that i didn't like i didn't have capacity to take in interesting information as well so i was like watching like footy and sports shows like oh fuck man because you don't have the energy to do anything outside of sit on the couch right and then you're just watching shit but there is the fog Yep. Yeah, it's a hor- it's a really horrible, horrible experience. And you can't like yeah. fully engage with what you want. Like I thought I'd play heaps of games, but I was like, I couldn't. Oh really? No, nah, I just watch heaps of YouTube. Yeah. Really mm. disposable. Don't need to pay full attention. Yeah. YouTube stuff. And, and that's like I found that to be the a, a really strange thing as well is how this virus manifests in a way that feels familiar, mm. right? I know what a cold feels like. That's congestion. I know what a sore throat is, but it was the combination. That it kind of presented in, and then that coupled with this weird haze, yeah, that it just escalated onto another level. And then the biggest moment was thinking, "What if you're not vaccinated?" Like I know that uh, some, yeah. I know yeah. that some people yeah. got through this scot free, you know, even if they weren't vaccinated. Yep. But I don't. I now I'm I'm like, thank God, I didn't take that gamble. To see what it was like without the vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you just know, like, there's 10 million people that have died of this, and they all didn't have pre existing conditions. Some were people were really healthy and they had a really bad time on it. And they're the people that have died. What about the people that got really, really sick from it? I so, know. yeah, there was a part of me that thought, I'm so grateful. And the other thing with the, the vaccine, which is interesting, is like, you don't know how many times you dodged it because of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, what was really interesting, so. My brother was with us, Christian, on that night, that same night, pretty yes. much having the same night as us. Yes. He did not catch it. Wow. And I think it's because he got his booster like a week before. Yeah, right. So, he was, he was like freshly boosted because otherwise it makes no sense for yeah. us to both have mm. like such a similar experience and him to be there as well. Mm. But just to go back to what you were saying before, Christian, about the loneliness at home, I was really lucky that both my housemates had already had it. So, I actually had really nice free reign of the house. I didn't have to worry too much. They'd both had it recently. Mm. So it was nice to be able to move around the house and not like mask up because when they had it, I, when I was like in isolation with them, I was like masking up every time I left my room and it was just like way more onerous. So I was quite lucky that they had done that sort of legwork before me, Mm -hmm. I guess. I, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me was I don't think I've ever been isolated for that period. Like, you know, everyone talks about needing time by themselves. Uh, I got that in spades and I don't think I've ever been isolated for that long outside of my control. And it, it made me feel like that sense of loneliness and detachment from the world mm. was really palpable. And it just made me understand loneliness a lot more, like mm. see it in a completely new light and go, oh, it's not just about like getting a WhatsApp from someone saying, hey, how are you feeling is really different from being opposite someone and not talking about COVID, right? Like talking about something completely different or doing an activity. They're all really different grades of interaction with others. And yeah, fucking being at home for, you know, two weeks is harrowing stuff. Like really distressing to the point where like 
I wasn't walking around in circles, but I was doing laps of my home, just kind of being like, I don't, I don't know what to do next to make myself not feel this way. Because I had, yeah, when my housemate was the first in the house to get it and I was there with the week, it was a weird experience because I was being so careful to try not to get it, but oh, yeah, you were cool. essentially in isolation the same as them, but you don't have COVID. Yeah. So, like, it was a weird, same. it was almost like these PTSD flashbacks of last year where the first sort of four days were fine, like day five, six, seven, I was like, this sucks. Mm. And it was just like this thing of, I remember this feeling being stuck in this same fucking house. It is just, yeah, it's awful. I think one of the things that I sort of struggled with as well was the concept of relativeness, how like, so I'm sick, I'm feeling like shit, but I've had three vaccinations and I'm free to go wherever I want. And then I was thinking, right, what about people who don't have access to vaccinations, who get sick, who get really sick? Okay, that that's a that's a nightmare. What about people that are locked up in detention in some parts of the world for we were in like I guess some sort of form of detention in a way, maybe maybe it's not the equivalent for two years, but then this is a week and then I was thinking, wow, there's some people that are locked up for eight years that are in a hotel room. Yeah. And so that, oh, that, yeah. that was that was my struggle where I was thinking, I can't be that I, this, I can't be that ungrateful in my circumstances because, and I get that it's that relative thing because there's people that have it so much worse than 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 I do. Totally, and I don't think. In, with that being said, you should never kind of dampen your own experience no. just because someone else is having a different experience. Yeah, but still, hundred percent. Like it's so weird to think that there are there are people right. Like it took for Novak Djokovic to be you know in detention in that in Carlton. Yeah. For us to realise there'd been people that had been sitting there for eight years. Yeah. And yeah. you go, oh, cool. Eight years is a really long time of your life to not go anywhere. Yeah. 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 So, it was very humbling, the whole experience. Yeah. So, I'm I'm very I'm very glad to be out of it. And I feel as though, yeah, I'm very appreciative to be around friends and to be able mm-hmm. to speak and taste again. Like, all these... Yeah. It just... It really feels like the culmination of a few years and now... It's definitely not on the other side of it, but I'm able to see a little bit of a break, in- right? Well, I don't I don't actually know whether I fully appreciated how intense this thing was. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of was like, cool, we're in lockdown. This is like a, you know, community experience of this horrible isolation and this mystery illness exists around me. But then when you experience the mystery illness, you're like, oh, now I get it. I think yeah. it's difficult as well because just anecdotally amongst our friends. But it, it varies a lot. Like, yeah, it varies a lot. Like one of my friends, it was like a day or two and then he's pretty fine. Yeah. What's, what's their name? Let's go after <laughs> him. That's not fair. So, yeah, I think that's the other weird thing of like then questioning like, did I, is there something wrong with my body? Why this is affecting mm. me more than other people? Was it just like the viral load I got? And there's so yeah. many questions that you just won't know the answer to. But yeah, it was, I think with the isolations, I was quite lucky as well because my partner had it. So she came over sort of halfway through. And so that really picked me up for the back Isn't half. Isn't that, That's so huge. you said that That's to huge. me, Josh, you were like, when I said, hey, my partner's coming over, you're like, it's going to be so helpful because when you had that intimate contact, it changed everything. Yeah. Mm. And that did change so much. It felt like two halves of it. It certainly did. Yeah. yeah I it, agree. It really was like... It, it's interesting how long you feel you can kind of go by yourself mm. and then you gather that stuff back, back up again. You go, yeah, these are these are choices that I make in my life that are important to me that when they get stripped away, you didn't realize how important they were. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was super 
super different and helped so much having being able to share that experience with someone because to yeah to be fully alone by yourself like all those people last couple of years like in small apartments yeah. like yeah i was lucky to be in a dynamic share house like, yeah you bet yeah. so josh what patch did you sew into a quilt this week uh it's it's me with covid feeling like shit yeah, really, really good <laughs> This week, I said into my patch, Josh, tying off his noose. <laughs> um, but yeah, just so we wanted to catch you guys up. We're getting things back together for a bit of a, a soft reboot, I guess you might want to call it. Yep. Um, so just some cool, exciting stuff coming up. So we're just sort of putting the pieces together for that. And then we'll get recording again, which is like the most fun part of this. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting not having had... Because we've taken breaks before, but I don't think like this, like without a concentrated... Uh, well, normally it's like someone's of, and someone's gone overseas or something yes. like that. Whereas this yep. has been like this sort of tumbling, falling over ourselves, feeling yep. like shit, gathering the pieces back together. Yeah, again. it was really a cascading kind of thing. So yeah, we will be back very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm excited for the kind of stuff we've we've got uh, got in the pipeline. Yeah, um, I'm uh, I'm really excited as well. Don't I'm really excited <laughs> as well. Christian, you excited? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's the end. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Oh, good boy.